Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Gray. I am Sam. This is Cam. And I am going first today because I got to represent for the fellas. (laughs) How are you doing, Cam? I'm doing good. And this is kind of a follow-up to our emotions episode. I want to say it's episode three. So we're talking men and women, and Sam feels like the men uh, should be highlighted tonight. Yes, I do. And if you didn't get a chance to check out that last episode, please Go check it out as we explore the topic, how does that make you feel? So we're just going to continue the the, the discussion tonight with a little bit of uh, emphasis on, on men and how we express our feelings. Or um, honestly express the feelings and not feeling comfortable with emotions, not being able to express emotions. And of course, we're going to talk about women as well. Um But men have feelings too, and it's important that you all know that as a man, you get to have them, you were built with them, and you're not uh, unmasculine or effeminate or too sensitive if you express your emotion. Yeah, I always say people like real men don't cry when real men have hypertension and real (laughs) men have heart attacks and real men have high blood pressure. And all the things that occur when the body responds to stress or not being able to have outlets. So if you're a lady listening now, you have a man in your life. Somebody's (laughs) like, I don't have a man. I sleep by myself. No, we're not talking about that. You have a son. You have a nephew. You have a cousin. You have a man in your life. And more than likely, he's walking around concealing something on the inside. Maybe, dare we say, emotionally constipated. (laughs) Emotionally. (laughs) The metaphor queen strikes (laughs) early in the podcast. I mean, right. You know what? It's it's honest. I see couples. Of course, we're therapists. Sam's going down that LMFT track, which is specific uh, for marriage and family counseling. But here's the deal. I hear from a lot of women and wives that their husbands are just angry, Sam, like, God, what is my husband so damn angry? I don't know what's wrong with him. He won't tell me. He won't get it out. He won't go see somebody. And it seems to be the only emotion um, men are comfortable with. And I and I want to say right off the bat, I hope we don't make too many generalizations about men. Yes, are there well-rounded, emotionally right. non-constipated men out there? Right. Yes, of course. Right, right. Yeah, I think... What we do is we conceal and we reason, rationalize, contemplate over our health, financial stability, our families, employment, and as I stated last episode, toxic nostalgia. Yeah. That we keep regurgitating. I'm going to use a metaphor. Okay. And nobody wants to eat regurgitated food, right? Mm. You know, so we keep regurgitating things that we can't keep down and we just try to hide them. So... I think there are a lot of things that need to be discussed so so we can change the narrative around men and emotions. Is it true, um, just to your personal opinion, that some men see expressing emotion or even being able to recognize their emotions as a sign of weakness? They yeah, don't want to be weak. Yeah, I did it for years. And okay. I find myself doing it sometimes now because I always wanted to be the hero, everybody's hero, the guy that kept it together. Uh, And when I did struggle, I struggled in private. And Mm. I had the fear of being seen other than 
this well put together guy who could figure it out and to save everybody else. And so uh, there are times that I'm drowning in shallow water. Sam, so is it true that like you can't be a tough, strong, heroic man and this problem solver and fixer and have emotion? Like you have to choose between one or the other? No, you shouldn't have to choose. But the truth of the matter is that we do. And, and we do because of maybe stigmas that are placed on us. Yep. Maybe if they know that I'm really not as courageous as, as I appear to be and inside, I really have fears, you know, I know courage is just not the absence of fear, but like the ability to press on in spite of it, but, but it can creep in on all of us and, and how do we handle it? You know? So what I'm hearing you say is that emotions are risky. Yeah, they're risky. And I'll give you an example. I was riding in the car one day and my daughter's, it was nighttime. And I told you, I like melancholy music and different things like that. The stuff that you don't know how to feel happy or sad. I think that melancholy is actually a gift, right? Okay. So I was listening to music because we all have to be in touch with that side of us because it helps us deal with something. You hear a song and it, you know, somebody experienced it or whatever. So we're riding the car, boys to men. It's so hard to say goodbye. I know I probably referenced this. So uh, many to times. Gen X, sir. I know. <laughs> and, and I was riding along, so the song came on, and I was sitting there trying to keep it together. So my daughter looked over. She's like, "Dad, are you crying?" <laughs> Just called. And you I out. was like, first, I was like, "I'm good, <sighs> cool." She said, "Are you crying?" I said, "Yeah, a little bit." I was thinking about my dad, uh-huh. and she reached over and put her hand on my shoulder, and she said, "Dad, real men cry too." And I was like. Wow. So good. And and I was like, that that is true. Real men do cry. And we just don't cry in front of our wives and our daughters. Because because we're afraid of how they perceive us. And I, I know that is but but for many of us, perception is is the reality. But then that's why you see men cope, but that we don't cope publicly. We cope. Some of us have negative coping behaviors to yeah. deal with it. So we cope, you know, with drugs, we cope with gambling, we cope with alcohol, we cope you know, on Ashley Madison, you know, we right. any kind of way to deal with what we have to deal with other than just saying, I'm sad, I'm hurt, I'm disappointed, I'm feeling lonely, I'm feeling confused, I don't know how we're going to pay these bills, can I give you the love uh, mm. that, that you need, am I going to be the guy for you in old age, I'm losing my hair, I'm gaining weight, okay. uh, my kids, I don't feel like my daughters, we have all these things going through through our minds and they produce emotions, but we just don't know how to unload them. You said everything that you're saying is so good. And I love that I'm doing this podcast with a guy because your voice should most certainly be elevated talking about men. And then I'm coming at it at a very curious, in a very curious way. Mm-hmm. So I love how personal you are getting in this episode. Yeah. Um, so is it true early on you talked about like society and the stigma with mm-hmm. men and emotions? Mm-hmm. What can you talk to me about what emotions you feel super comfortable with letting everyone see? Uh, I, of course, cause you were a coach, I'm sure yeah, like the game teacher. and athletics, right? A great game probably got you all in your emotions. Yeah. There was one time I remember when I went off at halftime, we were just playing horrible and I came in and I was like, you know, moving my hand like this. And I was just like, guys, we got to play better. We got to do this. And so one of the kids said, coach, like, just go ahead and cuss. Like, it's okay. <laughs> let it out. And let it out. We want to see you mad. Yeah. Like, you know, we want to see you uh, 
Uh, and and most people don't realize I think a lot of things that I would never show, you know, so it all just depends on who you feel like being comfortable with. You know, everybody perceptions can't, a big deal. Yeah, everybody can't handle everything about you. And that's important because there are some people who will exploit it. Mm-hmm. That's why we're a little gun shy or a little nervous. Right. Because if we expose ourselves, that's what's about expose ourselves, transparent with ourselves. I think we have the same feeling. It all boils back. Will they love me? Will they like me? Will they accept me for who I, I really am? So to, uh, you know, th- there have been times where I was like, no, nah, really, I'm, I'm not going to cuss you guys out, you know, but they <laughs> okay. wanted me to. But but I did let them see that I'm I'm angry. And I, I, I even with my own kids, you know, so it's all right for me to be angry or in marriage. Y'all hear me be frustrated. You yeah. know, like I can be mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's okay. What it do is I do okay. Well, here's the deal. And I'm glad um, something you said made me think about childhood and maybe some of our listeners, I don't know, Sam and I are in our forties. I know for me, even as a, as a little kid, I was told things like, go to your room if you're going to cry. Right. What are you crying about? I'll give you something to cry about. Right. Dry that up. Right. You know, we, I mean, you <laughs> yeah. are told, right? I was a little latchkey kid, walked home, had my little key, let myself in as as an elementary school student. And you just, I say all that to say, you were taught at a very early age you handle your emotions on your own. They're not anyone else's problem. Nobody else is responsible for them. Um, there's a handful of times you might be consoled, but basically if you're going to act like that, right. which to a little kid, everything's very black and white and concrete, right. that equals bad. Right. So these emotions, these sad emotions, hurt emotions, anger emotions, these are bad. Yeah. And it's- so handle those on your own. Yeah, emote, but in the way that I tell you to, or in the way that I approve of, it's it's like we tell that kid to tell us the truth. Be honest with me, tell me the truth. And then when they tell us the truth, they you're grounded for the rest of your life. Right. So then it doesn't reinforce that. So I think that the, the key to it is how to express them. Because if I can express them in a way that I feel comfortable in my own skin, then what I'm going to do is I'm just going to hold them back. So m- instead of opening up, many men bottle them up. And, and and we put them away. So good. Yeah, we bottle them up. We put them away. Uh, we don't allow ourselves to feel. And uh, I was reading this book. It's it's a great book, The Trouble with Testosterone by this Stanford professor. And he talks about how there are certain, certain stress glands that respond to stress that produces a lot of autoimmune diseases as a response to internalized stress. And we don't realize that. So I think of my dad took a lot of stress, never really saw him cry a lot, never did anything that he's gone. But sometimes I have the fear that I wrestle with of, Hey, I'm only 30 years away from the time he died. Yeah. Is it going to happen to me? Am I, do, do I get to talk about how I feel? Does anybody care what I think? And so what I do, I spend my whole life laying down for everybody else. Yeah. Like it's, it's sacrifice on top of sacrifice. It's like. Well, you sacrifice, you become the martyr. The martyr. You're the people pleaser. And it's almost becomes this badge instead yeah. of creating some healthy boundaries, yeah. getting to be full strength, Sam. Yeah. 
and your real self. And you, we need to know, and it is risky, but all of us need to know if the people in our lives truly are going to stay. Yeah. And even more personal as an African-American male, we Ooh. see the stats yes. that the life expectancy is shorter I know. for a lot of th- different reasons, I believe. So then you, you add that on top of there, you're already sitting there. And so like as African-Americans, you often see that like aunties, grandma, they're all sitting around at the barbecue, at the family union, dads are gone. And, and I often say like when people, like when dads leave uh, families, they left because they, there was something they would, they could, they could, it was, it's hard. And, and so that doesn't excuse it. I often say you can't, everything that's justifiable, it, it can be explained. And that's everything that's explainable is not justifiable, right? Sure. Okay. But there's an explanation. <clears throat> so, so if a man in some way or another can be in his motions and we leave because it's hard. Oh yeah. And that doesn't excuse it, but that's why we do it because it's hard well, we're avoiding it. We're so we're just avoidant. avoidant. So we just leave. Yeah. yeah it's I the ultimate avoidant behavior is just leave. I can't deal yeah. with whatever I'm going to deal with. It, it's I too wasn't much taught how and I don't have tools and I never got to express myself growing up and my emotions are bottled up and they're buried alive. We think when we bury our emotions, they're just dead, yeah. but they're buried alive and they've got to come out. Yeah. Where do they go? Ooh. Like Whitney Houston's song, where do broken hearts, yeah. I mean, where does a broken heart, where does a, where does a man with, where does a man go with his emotions? Like, really? I mean, I think uh, that's why you have to have outlets. And that's why, again, I'm going to say, because this is a podcast promoting and encouraging therapy. Normalizing it. Yeah. Normalizing it, that it's important that, that you have somebody to talk to. And do you I, have a therapist, Sam? No, I don't. <laughs> What's kept you, you think, from having a therapist, honestly? It, well, I, I probably need one. Okay. And everybody keeps telling me one. But there's honestly, there's a part of me that does. I don't want to sit there and have to uh, really, in, in an ironic, because uh, I ask Tell people me. to do the same thing, to, to talk about how I really feel. What's the fear? Um, the fear is I don't, I don't, I won't like what I hear. Feedback. And I'll have to address, I won't like, I don't like to hear it coming out of my mouth because then I have to acknowledge it because knowledge, you know, it's like the, the truth, right? If it comes out, I got to do something with it. You got to accept it or reject it. Or grow from it. Heal. Yeah. So if, if you hear it, you say, okay, what do I do? Like we see with our clients, right? We're trying to give them guidance. They can take what you say and say, I'm going to use this to change my life. Or they can say, I'm not doing this. I think there's more than two options. I mean, with a lot of feedback, different uh, perspective, reframing things, you get to try it on and see if that fits. And you get to have someone who is pro you, team you, Mm -hmm. to test these out. And you get to practice with someone trusted in session and get it out. Because a lot of the men I see, you know, almost half of my caseload is men. And they're like volcanoes. Because of this scenario that you've given, they've bottled up their emotion, um, their wives, their kids are paying for it, um, their work, the culture, some executives that they've created is a toxic culture because it's be- they're being led by some of the heavier emotions and they're just volcanoes and they just erupt and anger is the only acceptable one society will take. Yeah. And, and I, I hate it for women too, because even if women get emotional, 
they'll say that that woman, she's just emotional as a woman, but we we do the same thing. Like we're emotional too. Yeah. And I think that we have to kind of change that narrative a little bit. And then we're, we're taught from a young age to be strong, confident, and even stoic, yeah. uh, stoic with our expressions. Uh, and even in our disposition, the old school men used to be like, well, you know, they even tell their wives they love them, <gasps> you know, and a lot of men don't do that now. Like, you know, I love you. I work, <laughs> you know, or love. John Mayer had a song called Love is a Verb. Like, yeah, it ain't a thing. It's not something. You it's know, not something you say once. Yeah, it, it's something it's that an you, action. the people around you need to know that every day. Yeah. And sometimes men are void of emotion. They don't they don't express that as well to the women that are in their lives. That truly, uh, I love you. And I'm not just saying that, but I'm I'm demonstrating it. It's OK to, to say that. So I don't know how much time we have left because you're the timekeeper. You were the administrative one. You do everything. And maybe we <laughs> branch off with this, um, kind of in a different part, but, um, talk to me about a man's willingness to express what he needs outside of like, just saying men just need sex. Men are simple. They're not complex like women. They just need, give them sex and a food and they're good. I mean, what about affection and attention and for a man to say, I need and fill in the blank? Yeah. I I think that's one of the the greatest misconceptions about men. Okay. Uh, It depends on what kind of men. It's like we can generalize women, right? So most of the time, like even in men, what I've seen, if men even cheat, a lot of times it's not a physical thing. It's, as women think, like, oh, he just saw her. He thought she was just something about it. Like, a woman can look at her man. Is like, you looking at her? And he's like, I have, I'm, I'm not looking at her. Like, You're okay, I'm looking, looking at, her, at her, but I'm looking at her, but I'm not thinking I'm going sure. to okay. like, be with her. So what happens in most situations, the man has an empty void. And what does he say? Oh, she understands me. She listens to me. Or even men who, you know, and this is research okay. that shows even men who, Strippers, yeah, they make their money by making the guy believe that they're in love with him. Sure. They they're somehow validated. Yeah, yeah, like the they woman, this in. woman's in my space, not yeah. like she's giving me full attention, full of money, but she just wants, you know, the thirty dollars, right? For the lap dance. And yeah, then you have was. women in relationships going. I didn't know you needed understanding. I didn't yeah. know there was a breakdown. You yeah. never tell me what you need, what you want. Yeah, I needed you to understand where I'm coming from. I need you to listen to me. I need you to know I have feelings too. I'm not just like this uh, this guy who just needs, like you said, sex and food. You know, we need more than that. We need conversation. We're we, complex too. We, yeah, and we're, that's we're, okay. We're complexed and complex, and that's okay. But I think I think that's one of the biggest miss. Biggest mixed conceptions about men is that we're just like, oh, you know. Just, <laughs> it is just like, no, you're smart, you're apes. great, you're witty. You have the full spectrum of emotional yeah. intelligence. Like yeah. women do, but for some reason, it's hard for men it, to express what they need. And if there is a difference, I think the difference comes from in how it's expressed. We're, we're, we, don't, we don't outwardly express it, but Why? It's, it's there. Why? For reasons, the rejection, you know, rejection, uh, just image, just confidence in it. And again, I mean, who sometimes it just comes down to what does this help? You like, help what? being helped isn't enough for men to just think <laughs> expressing what I need and how I'm feeling 
just if it if just that man experiences wholeness from it, is that not enough? It should be. It should be. It should be. That's why that's why I believe a lot of men are bitter. Because bitterness is a root that grows deep when it's anger that's been prolonged or concerns that have been under you know unaddressed. And so we're bitter. A lot of men are bitter. So they're just kind of going through the, the motions like robots. That's a terrible way to live. Yeah, it is. Sad way. It is. So then what do you do? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I would never tell a woman, it's your job to pull out the emotional intelligence of your man. Like we're not doing that, but I want to also give men permission to express themselves and tap into the full array of their emotions and who they are. Yeah. And I think that's why it blows women. It blows women away generally when they see a man that can express their emotions. You know, so I think it's one thing to be in touch with your emotions. It's another thing to be able to express how you feel it. Yeah. I think those are two different things. Most women have to pull pry on their men in their lives to tell them how they feel. Oh, gosh. So what are you feeling? What are you? you know, and then so- we we as women try to go to mind reading. Right. Oh, he must think this. Oh, you know what? And I'm not just talking about in husband wives relationships. Sons, Any relationship. Mother, I mean, father, if I if son. if I've sensed a vibe with you and it was like pulling teeth, I would start thinking. I, I would start having to mind read, which yeah. is unhealthy. Like, yeah. oh gosh, yep, he's thinking this. And then form oh, a God, conclusion, God, oh, and I'm like, yeah. no, that's not what I'm thinking at all. So then, what I do, like, okay, I'm just she's going to try to predict what I'm saying and what I'm feeling. That wasn't even it. So then, what what that does is it just like never are, mind, like. <gasps> Avoid it. Boom. Yeah, never mind. I don't even want to get into this. Dang. I don't even want to argue. I don't even want to. I don't even want to explain myself. And and I think we got to do better than at that, man. Like nobody can read your mind. So you want somebody to understand you. Uh, Okay, you're complex. Well, then conversations have to have. And I I had that in one of my therapy sessions this week, where you know they blamed a lot of the things that they were going on their lives on their schedules and lives. You got to talk. You know, you got to converse and you got to. intentional. Intimacy is into me, you see. Mm -hmm. That's what it means. So you you want true intimacy with someone. You have to let your guard down and to be vulnerable. It's okay. I mean, at some point that that is the. Take the risk. Take take the risk. No risk, no reward. And I think that keeps keeps a lot of people from doing a lot of things. They just don't want to be vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, and, And I found in my life, you know, being vulnerable has paid off in a lot of ways. Yeah, you're going to have some nicks. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be misunderstood. I mean, that's life. You got to take it all, you know, to keep your heart open, keep your keep your awareness there. Absolutely. Self-awareness is really important. And to, I guess, wrap it up, you said the word earlier, and it's courage. And I want to give men permission to have the courage, which just means Brene Brown says courage is just putting yourself out there and having no idea what's going to happen next. To put yourself out there with your emotions, practice with someone safe. Yeah. And and you made a great point because one last thing, you know, and you made me think about this is that we have to have empathy with one another. That's important because it's a process. So it's not just a gender thing, but it's a person thing. And I think if we make it more, 
I think we've made it a gendered thing because I think that's real. That's real, and there's real evidence of that. But I think it's it's an individual thing. Sometimes it's that environment person came with. Sometimes it's and some people have just that learned helplessness. You know, like I can't do anything about nothing that's happened in my life. I'm just a objective observer of my own life. Mm. So empathy means like, hey, I understand that it's hard for you to emote the way that that I desire for you to emote, but I'm going to be patient with you okay. because I understand that it's harder for you. So I can, I can help you, but I can't help you unless you open up a little bit to let me. Sure. Yeah. And it takes practice and it's not going to be perfect and emotions are messy and that is okay. It's okay. But it's going to, yeah, it's going to take time and it's going to take patience and um, it's time for uh, men to take responsibility for their emotions, all of them, and really grow in this area for their own benefit. Yeah. So Cam, y'all heard it? Fellas, Cam said we need to grow. <laughs> And so she gave us permission. Women, we'll talk about women <laughs> so, soon. But so, yeah, this was men heavy and I yeah. and I'm not mad about it. Yeah. It was great. And you know, I, I think the conversation can go on and on, but I think that, that this was a great, great start. And and that that's what this podcast is about, keeping the conversation going. And you have this conversation with somebody else. And if you really open your eyes, look at the, the men in your life, more than likely they're not as brave as you think emotionally. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're sometimes we're still just little boys. Of course. We we grow older, but sometimes we don't grow up on the inside. Yeah. And we have to because life gives us no choice. But at the end of the day, we still are just a person trying to get validated. And reassured. Yeah. Just like everybody else. Yeah. So you know what? If you're listening and you don't have that person in your life that you're willing to practice with, then it's time for therapy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get a therapist. It's you're going to be fine. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. Talk to somebody. I have, I have a client who we just talk and he needs to talk. We talk about baseball. We talk about random things, but he says, I need that because mm-hmm. most men don't have anybody to talk to. And, mm-hmm. and that's a fact. So we're trying to change the game and we can do that by putting information out there and just by encouraging you to do so. All right. Well, thanks for listening. You guys click, share, like, subscribe, hey, tell I your friends. I handled the fire today. Cam came rapid fire. <laughs> I would stood, represented for the fellas. You did really good, Sam. Okay, thanks yeah, for all yeah. the personal touches. Yeah, exactly. It makes a difference. All right. Okay. See y'all later. Peace.